Hi, this is Adam Bergman, IRA Financial Group. On today's Adam Talks, I want to talk about partnering with your self-directed IRA, yay or nay. So this is a topic and a very hot button issue for a lot of real estate investors about the situation where can you take personal money and IRA money or 401k money and combine them in one transaction. And I wish I could sit here and say yes or no. Um, but it's generally like everything uh, that kind of fits into the tax code. It's generally a maybe. Um, so before we kind of talk about some examples, um, let's get into the tax code. Let's find out what the IRS says about what you can and cannot do with your IRA. So if you look at 4975, it talks about um, the transactions that are called prohibited or disallowed transactions. And generally in some what, they, what the code says is that when you use your IRA or 401k to make an investment, it can't be made in any way that directly or indirectly personally benefits you as the IRA owner or any of your lineal descendants, your parents, your children, your spouse, daughter-in-law, son-in-law, or any entities associated with such persons, generally controlled entities. So basically the IRS doesn't want you um, sending your IRA money to your kids, your parents, um, basically circumventing these rules. They basically say, if, you, if you're investing with someone that's too close to home, well, it's like you're investing with yourself. So generally, you can't buy a house and live in it, right? You can't take your IRA and buy a car. And those are pretty much the direct, very obvious prohibited transactions. But there obviously are certain transactions that are not on its face potentially prohibited, but could be based off the facts and circumstances. For example, you have $100,000 in personal funds, you want to buy a piece of real estate, the property is 140, you don't have enough money in your IRA, can you take your personal funds, commingle them with your IRA funds? That's the million dollar question. Um, generally, the ans- my, my answer is you shouldn't do it. No, you should not do it. Um, why? Because I don't want to get into a discussion or have any problems with the IRS. So if you do not commingle personal and IRA funds, you don't open up yourself to risk because there's no potential personal benefit because you're only using IRA funds and all the income and gains from that property will go back to your IRA. So anytime you use even a dollar of personal funds into a real estate deal with IRA funds, you're opening that window slightly and it could be open quite wide depending on what you're doing to a potential IRS attack if audited. And of course, you trigger the privileged transaction rules, you're looking at tax, penalties, IRA is blown up, not a great thing. So I get the question often, well, other people are saying I can do it. Um, and that's true. There are, it's kind of an industry uh, dilemma, so to speak, as to what people should do in these circumstances. Clearly on one side, I'm, maybe as a former tax attorney, I'm pretty cautious, but I generally wish, hope my clients don't commingle any personal and IRA funds in the same deal. I'd rather sleep well at night and know there's no risk. And there's some other people that take you know, maybe a different approach, aggressive or not, uh, saying, listen, um, if you can personally afford that asset with personal funds and you have it available in cash, then maybe that investment is allowed. So the analysis and the argument goes, hey, if the property is $100,000 or $140,000, let's take the example, and you have $200,000 in cash in the bank, then clearly you could have made that investment with personal funds. So commingling IRA and personal funds in that deal shouldn't be prohibited because clearly the IRA funds aren't helping you personally because you had the money personally to do it. 
very well that could be a successful argument if you get attacked. But again, you still have to defend yourself if you get attacked because you opened up the window to being attacked because you commingled the funds. So that's I'm kind of okay with that analysis, but I'd rather my clients not go there because I don't need them having any issues with the IRS. I'd rather if the IRS looked at the deal, they'd see there's no personal benefit, bang, they'd move on. If they see even a, a dollar come in, they're going to ask you and ask questions, and then it's the burden falls on you as a taxpayer to prove you didn't do anything prohibited. So um, that's really the heart of the matter. How aggressive do you want to be? 49.75 is not going to give you the exact um, answer on that. There's a case, Henry Kellerman, which is a bankruptcy uh, case from a couple of years ago, and it talks about a case where the Kellermans, who had an LLC they owned personally, um, wanted to commingle IRA funds to do some development on that on that um, property. Um, the court held that it was a prohibited transaction. They held that the Kellermans used their IRA to personally benefit them because the IRA was going to benefit a property they own personally, which is a direct or indirect personal benefit, and they argued and, and found that it was a prohibited transaction. So that's kind of a, a good example. It's a case that you can check out. It's on our website. And it's kind of a very similar fact pattern to what my clients are thinking. Um, I didn't. The case didn't get into the, the facts um, about what the Kellerman's net worth was, but let's say they had billion dollars in the bank, or they were, you know, highly net worth, highly successful uh, net worth uh, people. Could the argument be well, they could have done the whole investment with personal money, so using the IRA money didn't help them? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. But uh, the facts are they lost that that uh, the case because they come in with personal and IRA funds in the same transaction. So it's just kind of a warning to people. Uh, yeah, there are colleagues that I, I trust, value, and respect that will allow you in the right circumstances to commingle funds. Uh, I'd rather not, and I really don't have clients that do that. My position is I'd rather not have that. Uh, have I lost clients over the years? Probably. But I just feel that I, I don't want any of my clients getting into a prohibited transaction issue with the IRS. And there's other sources of financing, i.e. non-recourse loans from banks, from friends, non-disqualified people um, that maybe could help in that situation. So in sum, uh, I'm on the nay. Um, I'd rather you not commingle personal and retirement money in the same deal. You may get to the yay if the situation uh the facts were, were right. Uh, and again, I'm not talking about a, a scenario of a public traded company like Apple, where clearly there's millions of shareholders and your personal investment is going to have no impact on your IRA benefit or vice versa. Talking about closely held transactions, you know, under 50 shareholders, especially in real estate, where there's one, two, three shareholders uh, or, or partners or investors, especially when there's two, one's your IRA, one's you personally could be a recipe for disaster. Um, no one wants to trigger private transaction rules and deal with taxes and penalties and, and the, the disqualification of the IRA. So be careful. Talk to a tax professional. If you are super cautious and conservative like me, um, don't do it. Um, if you feel like the facts support your position because you can afford to do it personally and you've been advised by a tax professional of, of, in such a regard, then be cautious because, again, that's not going to stop the IRS from attacking your transaction and forcing you to defend your position uh, that the transaction is not prohibited. So, again, hot area, something I'm going to come back and do uh, more videos and podcasts about because I get this question 10 times a week. 
about various investments, some large, some small, some closely held, some widely held. I love kind of talking about this stuff because it's kind of like a puzzle, putting it together. Often there's no right or wrong answer. It's kind of in the middle. Uh, it's not really the yay or nay. It's the maybe. So be careful. Uh, ask questions. Um, we're here to help if you need be. Uh, Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. You can follow us. Twitter, IRAFG, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, hope you found the video podcast helpful, uh, interesting. Thanks for listening and watching.